but I decided that the text to actually focus on was Isaiah 40 instead of looking at 1 Corinthians, which had kind of become our norm unexpectedly for Epiphany. Um, because certainly the 1 Corinthian text where it's talking about becoming uh, something for all people, uh, to the Jews, a Jew, to a child, a child, and, and, and for those to not boast in their own preaching or in their own duties, but rather boast in Christ. Uh, because certainly there are many things that disqualify us. And at times, no, uh, actually most of the time, I know that to be true in my case. Which means that Isaiah 40 becomes incredibly important to the Christian. Are you someone who's had a difficult week? Are you someone who's had a difficult year already? One month in. Are you someone who has struggled with meeting your own expectations? Are you someone who is feeling separated not just from the love of God, but from the love of other people? Are you someone who has stood over the grave of a loved one? Have you not heard? Have you not seen? How great our God is. For He is the one who has created all things, who has placed the stars in heaven. He is the one that we can lift up our eyes and see the great lengths that He will go to for us. He is the one who can lift us up as if with eagle's wings. Sin can be a terribly powerful thing. Temptation can be a terribly powerful thing. Its power mostly comes in the way that it likes to isolate us. Because certainly when we are going through each of those things I mentioned earlier, when we are going through our own temptations, when we are going through our own struggles, when we have been hit and beaten by everything that life has to throw, what we feel is as if we are alone. And in those cases, we most often get tunnel vision. Have any of you ever experienced that? Where what you are going through becomes the very thing that you gauge the entire world with? It is the most important thing in your life at that moment. And the thing that you view everything else with. Did you have a bad day at work? I bet you carried it home with you. Are things not going well at home? I bet you took it to work. It becomes the very thing that we focus on. Currently, I'm going through the stage of life of after having added a second child and, and both of us working, you can guess the way we're judging the world at this point in time. You can guess the way people feel isolated when they do this. But Isaiah 40 reminds us that there's something much greater. That there's a much bigger picture beyond whatever it is that's lying right in front of us. 
all of the sin in the world, all of the addictions that we have, all of the ways that we have separated ourselves from other people, cannot hold a light, cannot hold a candle, cannot hold anything up to the One who has created all things. To the One who has made those stars. You know, when you look at it this way, it's tremendously easy to become a Greek to the Greek and a Jew to the Jews. Because all of us are in need of the same thing. All of us are needing to hear this very message. To where in Isaiah 40, as it speaks to us, do you not know and do you not hear? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have, not the, uh, have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is He who sits above the circle of the earth, who stretches out like heavens, like a curtain, and spreads them like a tent to dwell on. That our story, that our connection to our God goes past anything that we are facing right now. That it begins even here at the font and takes us to the time when our God hovered over the waters and there was emptiness and there was void. And with His words and His breath, life began. Creation came together. The beauty of the Northwest became a reality. And the lives that we hold now started. Because the one who's made you, the one who has made me, the one who's made that enemy you struggle with, the one who has come into your life is the one who began it all. And if that one is for you, who can stand against you? Because our God is a great God. Our God is a God who takes these hard Lutheran hearts of ours and melts them. He says here in Isaiah 40, to look up. To look up and see the one who as the hosts of heaven go by, he is able to recall and count their names. And have we not seen this in our own life? Have we not seen the way that our God has come to us? Have we not lifted up our eyes and seen on the cross? Ironically, the one Sunday we don't have a cross up on the wall. To know the way that He would hang for us. To know the way that He would be nailed and held up. Lift up your eyes and see the One who has done that is the same One who has come for the 99. Who has counted us by number and calls your name. That He is the One who has come. He is the One who counts out these hosts. He is the one who's taken us and made us a part of the story with the host of heaven, with the saints of old, and with the people you sit with now. He has done great and marvelous things because He is the one 
who brings out the host by number, calling them all by name. And because he is strong in power, not one is missing. For it wasn't just the 99 that he came for. It wasn't just those sheep that were already in the pen. It was for the one who is lost. It is for the one who has felt separated. It is for the one who is in that isolation of sin, who is feeling as if there is no place in the world that they can no longer belong. He's called out to that person. He's called out to you from His cross to come. To come and be with Him. To be with the one who was there when the world formed. To be with the one who all things were made through. To be with the one who gives us this promise. Behold, I am making all things new, including you. But any of us know that this faith of ours is hard. It's hard to be in this world where there is so much that wants to pull us away. There is so much that wants to separate us. There's so much that makes us want to feel as if our world is alone. And that the other people here are hard to connect with. And that our God is far and distant. But for those who've been called, for the one who He has come for, for the one that He brings back into His fold, For the ones who wait on Him. The Lord is their strength. The Lord is their rock. He will lift them up. He will raise them up on wings of an eagle. We have not been left alone. This one who hanged on the cross for us did not leave us here to be on our own. Just as Israel had never been fully abandoned and was always being called back to God, so it is for us that the strength of the Lord has come to us in His Spirit. That the strength of the Lord has been given to us in this baptism, in this Word. The Spirit that has hovered over those waters has come to you. For those who wait on Him, the strength of the Lord has come. How many of you have had that bad week? How many of us are feeling detached? How many of us have ever felt the stings of feeling isolated? How many of us need to hear the callback as in this poem of Isaiah 40, Have you not heard? Have you not seen? Have you not known? Your God is a great God. He not only has numbered the stars, He made the stars. He not only knows the hairs of your head, He made the hairs of your head. He not only knows your name, He spoke it from the cross and He calls it as you go by. How many of us feel the weakness of being worn down? 
For those who wait on the Lord, He is your strength. He is your rock. He lifts us up by His Spirit. So that in that lifting up, we bring glory to Him. In that lifting up, we may actually know the hope that is in front of us. In that lifting up, we will know, we will hear, we will see. The Lord has done marvelous things. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.